0: Welcome back to the Ray Beautiful Audio Diary. I'm your host, Ray, just kidding. I think I've come to the conclusion that this is a place for people to come if they want to be nosy you know about my life, the tea, the stuff. Like I'm going to try not to say like a million times. I bear with me, y'all. I'm trying and while I'm editing, I'm going to try to edit it out. I don't it's I'm working on it. But yeah. So Friendships. Girl, I have always struggled with making friends from childhood. I grew up in a household, single parent household, and we moved around a lot. My mom struggled. When she left my dad, she was single parent with four kids, and we lived with family in and out of homeless shelters. And I moved schools a lot. So, Whenever we, whenever we were somewhere long enough, like as a child, and actually just saying this right now is reminding me, when I tell you that I have trauma that I've buried and suppressed so deep, I have not thought about this until right now. There will be times where we would live somewhere long enough and I would make a friend at school. And this is like as an adolescent, I'm talking about elementary school and I would get comfortable and I would finally take my stuff out of my suitcases. Why am I getting a little emotional? Whenever I unpacked my suitcase, like something would happen where, where we had to move. And that followed me into, it even follows me now. It followed me into adulthood. It was almost like this thing that I started to believe that if I unpacked my suitcase, then that meant that some type of instability, some type of unstableness would follow. So I said that to say, I struggle with making friendships. Like I've never had friendships growing up and I always had like my siblings though. So like I have a sister that is 11 months apart from me. Her name is Sheena. Hey, Sheena, if you're listening to this girl, I love you. (laughs) I have my younger brother uh, who is six or seven years younger than me. Then I have my older sister who is seven years older than me. And um, I didn't grow up close to my older sister. My younger sister, because we are so close in age, I was eleven months older than her. So we were in the same. We went to the same schools, which was nice to have, because as I was getting picked up and moved around from school to school, so was my sister. And then we had my younger brother, who kind of just got lost in like all of the the hoopla, like because he was young, he was a baby, and he was so much younger, like his experience with school was kind of just him. And I actually never explored or talked to him about what his experience with school was like. For those of you guys that don't know, I was born in LA, uh, born and raised actually. And I moved back and forth a lot. My parents split up when I was little. Like I cry. I remember crying. I was a daddy's girl. I remember crying. And I remember telling my mom every day, like when I get old enough, I'm going to move back to California to be with daddy. I'm moving. And We would see my dad in the summers and I would always cry, hated going back to Arizona. And that's what I did. I graduated high school and moved to California where I didn't know like people said all that to say, girl, you know what? One thing I'm going to allow myself to do is to say my piece and express myself and not feel like I have to hurry up and be quiet. Does anybody else do that? I have that bad where I feel like I have to hurry up and say my piece and be quiet before the person listening to me loses interest in what I have to say. I just really had to touch my heart right now and say, girl, you can slow down. You can say your piece. You do not have to rush. There is somebody on the other end of this that will listen, that will actually have interest in you. And won't require you to hurry up and get it out. Girl, I just had to be compassionate with myself right now. (sighs) Let me take a deep breath and circle back, girl. Wow. Okay, so you got the background. You have the premise, right? Of why I struggled or like how the struggle with making friends started for me. Just moving around a lot and not even having the time to make friends. And so fast forward into adulthood, because I don't want to go through my whole life story. Fast forward to now. Who's texting me? Let me put this on mute. I um, I have three friends, and all of whom I've known for more than 10 years. But it hasn't been easy. My personality type, I'm the type of person, like one of my toxic traits is disappearing when I'm not good. Because in my head, I think that I'm protecting the people that are around me from my dark cloud, from whatever it is I'm dealing with. Like the three friends that I have are aware of depression that I manage and anxiety and all of that. And I'm not saying that it's been easy, it's not been easy for them, and I'm aware of it. It's also something that I've been trying to work on and trying to change and that I've struggled with. And so how I'm able to maintain and keep these friendships now is that I'm more vocal about when I'm not all right and I just let them know like, hey, I'm having, I'm feeling off and I will be absent for, I'm just going to be absent and have these people not be offended that I'm posting on social media or doing my whatever creative outlet I'm doing to, to express myself. And not take that personally. I have spent so much time alone though. And so little time communicating with a couple of them. And I mean, I know that's like it's more than half of the friends, right? Um that I almost don't know two of them anymore. But there's still people that I care about dearly and I, I love and that I check in with. And I've grown so much. I've been through so much and grown so much and continue to grow that I'm not even sure how to approach having a relationship with them and that's something that I'm trying to figure out now. Like, how do I allow this relationship to flow where it doesn't feel forced? Because I don't I don't force relationships and force friendships like I just don't. So, yeah, that's just one of the things. So, I'm trying to figure out how to reestablish the flow with a couple of my friends and also coming to terms with um, it might be too late and that's okay. And I might have to move on, but I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that unless if I've done everything that I possibly could to try to save the friendships because these are people that I do care about. But one of them I'm most closest to or have grown the most closest to, to in the last couple of years. For those of you guys that don't know, I was engaged in the year 2020. I have, was in a toxic relationship that was off and on from 2016. So I went through um, a four-year period of just having this one man as my friend. And he was my boyfriend. And then he was my fiance. Before 2016, I had three really close, close friendships with, with girls that I had known for a really long time. And I had experienced just toxicity in those friendships as well, uh, largely because I had been carrying trauma that I wasn't dealing with and I was numbing that trauma with alcohol. My friendships were all the premise of the friendships that I had were, were largely around partying and largely largely around alcohol, largely around numbing. And so I wasn't it was very. It wasn't very often that my true authentic self shined through and that those people got to learn the true authentic me because anyone who's ever indulged in any kind of substance, like you're not yourself. And so I had built friendships with people that, you know, just so much toxic stuff was happening. And when I decided that I wanted to change my life, I had had a conversation with, I think a couple of them, I think all of them. I do believe like I had a conversation with this is my I don't really remember. I'd be trying really hard to erase my memory girl. <laughs> I know that sounds weird saying out loud, but when I talk about my healing journey girl, like, trauma, my trauma dates all the way back to when I was a young girl and didn't even know that I was experiencing trauma. like stuff sometimes just like random stuff will come up for me, and I'm like, I hadn't thought about that in decades. But um, I recall having a conversation with all of them and being like, I, I need to change. Like I need to change my life. I don't really know what the actual verbiage was, but I remembering knowing that I need to change my life and then deciding like these friendships weren't going to help me get there. And that, looking back, that was a selfish thing to do. And it should have been more of a conversation, but I had been through so much with these people and I had felt like these were friendships that I needed to dead anyway. Like I had needed to walk away from that I hadn't walked away from because of all the years, all the history. And when I had finally decided to end those friendships, I met my ex-fiancé right after. And so for 4 years I was in this on again off again relationship with someone. And then that's why I said I mentioned one out of the 3 friends that I have now, I've grown closest with in the last couple of years because I've been single and on this healing journey. And you know, unpacking like the, the heartbreak from having left that last relationship. It really just was like, you know how when you have many cracks in a piece of glass and then it'd be that one more crack that'll shatter the whole, you know, whatever the piece is, the mason jar, the vase, whatever it is. Like that relationship, the crack was just so large and i already had little cl- little cracks in my on my surface i hope that analogy made sense it made sense in my head but i feel like i'm saying it and it's not coming across correctly <laughs> but yeah yeah that crack just kind of shattered everything and so where i'm at is like i'm putting the pieces back together but i'm taking my time and really acknowledging every broken piece And healing who I am piece by piece. And uh, the, the friend that I say that I'm closest to, I should probably be saying acquaintance. These people have shown up in my life in ways that I'm so grateful for. And in ways that I can only imagine a friend would want to. So the person that I'm closest to has like, there have been a couple of times that he has blatantly disrespected me and i've had to like really be like don't speak to me that way or don't do this we have been a weird friendship and so for this particular friendship i'm right now reevaluating why i call this person a friend why i consider him a friend what the purpose is like what we you know what we're doing and i recently asked him like a series of questions, not even a series, a couple of questions about like, what his needs are, and I expressed what my needs are. like, what I need from him as a friend? and reminds you like, it's not romantic. I've known him since college. It's strictly platonic friendship. I mean, we do have moments of flirting here and there, but because we're both single and we're both attractive people. It's just, I'm just keeping it a book, but we're not. That's not what it is. And so I'm just really trying to reevaluate like what I'm doing with him as a friend in my circle. Because I mean, I don't go out of my way to disrespect anyone that I love. I don't go out of my way to disrespect anyone. Let's just say that. Whether I know you or not. And so I just kind of like was sitting and thinking like, what made him think it was okay to speak to me like that? I don't know. Like we have push and pull. And sometimes there's tension and it's just hard to talk to him sometimes. And then we have moments where he's pleasant. And so I'm like, am I holding on to this friendship because of the moments that feel good? Because when we have good conversation and it's good, it's good. Like, I appreciate it. And we've just had just like the weirdest, like the dumbest. I was going to say stupidest. (laughs) Is that a word yet? We've just had like some of the most, like the stupidest, dumbest quarrels. I started to wonder, why am I here? Why do you even have me as a friend? Why, what does this do for you? Uh, And that's the reason why I asked, like, why are we friends? And what do you want from this friendship? And I told him like what I need. I asked him if he's able to meet those needs because I need to look at this friendship and and just evaluate if this is going to make sense for us. And I have not received a response. And I asked that question more than a week ago. And not saying he's a bad person. Because he's a kind person. Like when he's loving and kind and compassionate. Like he's loving and kind and compassionate. Like I love that about him. But then he's also got this really disrespectful side. He's not capable of taking, like, taking accountability. For like the things that he says and he does. And he doesn't apologize for stuff. The person that I knew in college was so much more just different. He was different. And I had to realize, like, you know this adult like this grown man person. He's not the same guy you went to college with. Like, you need to really just accept him for who he is. (laughs) And I kind of just am coming to a place and accepting that I might not get an answer to the questions that I asked him. And I'm okay with that. I think I'm just kind of mentally preparing myself for this friendship to be over. And it sucks like I have three friends, girl, like (laughs) and I don't make friends easily. I just don't. I never have. And it's not like I repel people. I have had opportunities to make friends, but then I meet people who I'm like, I don't I have no interest in knowing you any further than as an acquaintance. I have no interest in bringing you to my into my world. I just don't have any interest in that. And I don't believe in forcing relationships. I have met people, not just partners, but friends. Every person that I've mentioned, be it good, bad, whatever, the history, whatever, like we clicked. Like there was no effort involved. It wasn't work. It was easy. We clicked. I just believe like if it's, if I'm meant to be friends with you, if I'm meant to be in partnership with you, relationship with you, any of that, it won't require for me to work at the initial spark. It won't require that kind of work. We'll click and then we'll decide whether like after getting to know each other, if we're people that we want to invest even further, even more into. So yeah, I've met people, made acquaintances, but we didn't click. And I wasn't going to try and put in the work to do that because of that, like they're just acquaintances or people that I met in passing. And that's just what that is. And it's possible that I'm missing out on opportunities to get to know people, like to build friendships with people because of that. That's not lost on me. I'm aware of that. There's a possibility that I'm missing out because I don't want to put in the initial work. Maybe one day my stance on this will change because I mean, obviously people that I have clicked with and sparked with off top. Those friendships didn't exactly pan out well either, but, you know, just the idea of putting in work initially, like having a jumpstart, like it just doesn't appease me. I asked myself, um, the other day, like, why am I even worth knowing? Like, why am I worth knowing to take a look at myself? And cause I'm not saying, oh, like it's a privilege. Like, I don't think, I don't hold myself to any high standard or any, in any higher regard. I just value genuine connections. And I've learned that I value people who are doing some kind of work on themselves. Like if you're not able to look at yourself and say, I fall short here. I need to work on this here. I need to grow in this area. I need to do better here. And I'm doing amazing here, but I could work on this. Like if you're not a person that can reflect on yourself and reflect on how you show up how you're operating in the world, how what you're doing affects people, the things you do, the things you say. Those are not kind of people that I want to associate myself with because that's not where I'm at in my life. I'm trying to show up as my best self. And I'm trying to be the best version of myself that I possibly can be. For me, for you, for anyone that I come across, I'm trying to leave people better than I found them. I'm trying to encourage people where I can and love on people where I can. You know what I mean? Like that's where I'm at. And I'm just looking around at the people around me and just seeing how, where they are, if I, if I fit in, if I can possibly fit in, into where they are in life. And if they can fit into where I'm at in life and having those conversations and these kind of conversations are not easy. They're not. It's not easy, but it's, if you're not checking in with your loved ones, like, what are you doing? Like, what really are you doing? I used to do this in my last relationship, like have check-ins. I used to ask my ex to make a list, like, okay, where are you happy? Where are you unhappy? What do you need? Because people are not mind readers. We should be assigning our loved ones homework. All right, I'm going to need you to take some time this week, maybe once a year, maybe, you know, twice a year. I don't know, however often you want to do it. How can I show up for you as your friend? Has your love language changed? I feel like I was a little bit all over the place with this audio diary. If you don't take anything from this podcast, take this. You do not have to accept the way that people treat you friends, relationships, whatever, just because of how long you've known them. If you are being spoken to or treated a certain kind of way that you're not happy with, start to advocate for yourself and start having the difficult conversations. I didn't like when you said this to me. This is how that made me feel. I didn't like when you did this to me. This is how that made me feel. And then just start having a conversation. And give that person a chance to correct the behavior. Start having those uncomfortable conversations. Because the way to know what to do with those relationships, friendships, whatever, is after the conversation, you get to watch and see like what effort is being made, if what you've expressed has been taken seriously. I honestly be trying to ride until the wheels fall all the way off, girl. I be trying to give the people that are in my life the benefit of the doubt. I really do. I credit myself for having better communication this time around. And it's not even perfect communication it still needs improvement but compared to before I have much better communication now and then I'm still working on improving my communication with the people that I love but if you've had those conversations and you're like all right you you don't hear me or you hear me and you're not trying to do You know, you don't see the value in changing. Then it becomes time to really look at your friendships, your relationships. And really leave history out of the equation. You can know somebody for years, girl. And they treat you like trash. Then you have to look at yourself, too. Like, bruh. Like, what's up with me? Why I'm allowing this to happen? That's all about that healing journey thing that I was talking about. Like, this is where I'm at. How are those conversations going? Are you having conversations? I'm so curious to know that. Because I'm out here trying to have them. I don't know. And I'm also like, I'm also opening the door in these conversations for people to tell me about myself and bring to light about myself. Let's not forget boundaries. I talked so long that I didn't even get to touch on boundaries, which is an important part of honoring yourself and it keeps you from betraying yourself in relationships and i have not always been great with boundaries but i'm learning to put up boundaries i hope that you know you were able to take something away from this diary until next time be well and take care of yourself